0: everything under the sun and that's under without an e i am your host sabby speaks and i'm back with another podcast episode if this is your first time or maybe you're new here welcome this is everything under the sun and over here we like to keep it hot we like to keep it real hot and um, it just kind of goes to the theme of being under the sun but on this podcast i like to talk about literally everything under the sun but take it from a spiritual perspective and so today's episode i'm so 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 excited because um i just went to texas um i came back a few days ago i went to an rccg church convention and like mind blown so i was like no i have to come back on this podcast and tell my listeners how it was like i was posting on my instagram story and I was like, I was given the deets like during the trip, but I'm like, no, y'all got to hear from me myself. And also I'm going to attach um, videos to this. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, sorry, you're probably not going to get the video aspect, but you can tune in on YouTube and see the clips that I entered into it. Nonetheless, I'm sharing my personal experience of how my trip went when I went to um, Texas. So without further ado, let's get into the weather check. Now I will say this. Texas is hot. Texas is hot. <laughs> what? Okay, let's let's get to Atlanta first. So as you all know, we are in Atlanta and so right now the high is 82. The low is 67, and it is 70 degrees, but it is hot over here under the sun. So if you don't know what hot stands for, it stands for honest, open, and transparent. And so here under the sun, we like to keep it real. And when I say real, I mean like real, real. So I have a motto, and I pretty much say, you can't cancel me unless I canceled myself. Okay, because with today's cancel culture, I don't do none of that. So what I say, you can't cancel me unless I've canceled myself. You heard it well. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Today, we're going to soak up some vitamin D on my trip to Texas and the RCCG Church Convention that I went to. Y'all, let me go ahead and start off, since we're talking about weather. Texas is hearts, like not even hot hearts, like Texas, bruh, I don't know how like maybe people who, are, who live in Texas are like used to it, but I was like, oh my gosh, like why am I like breathing fire? Like, as soon as I stepped out of the airport, it was, like, warm and humid, and, like, I tasted warm in the air, like, like, it tasted warm, like, everything felt warm, so I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting. As soon as I landed, it was, like, 92 degrees, and for the entire weekend, it ranged from, like, high 80s to, like, high 90s. Wow. It, I have not been in weather that hot since, like, California, so that was definitely a surprise. And. The thing about Texas too, like the weather, so while I was there, I experienced tornado warning, thunderstorms, um, hail, ha- hail. That, no, 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 because the hail took me by surprise. I was like, how is it hailing and it's 72 degrees outside, like make it make sense. Isn't the, isn't the hail supposed to like melt at the, at, at this temperature? I don't know, man. I just felt like there was a lot going on in one night for texas to be texasing like that so that definitely took me by surprise i definitely i definitely go back to like check it out but texas they definitely got it with the weather like like why y'all having all four seasons in one day like I, i just don't get it but it was it was actually really really cool so um we stayed in greenville texas which is where um the convention was and it's my first time staying at an inn. It was really cool. I was there with um, t- a friend of mine, and I met two other people who we got really, really close during the trip, which was, like, so fun. Like, it was, like, when you get to experience God with other people who are young and eager, like, I feel like it it, it creates such a bond that you cannot replicate. Like, it's good to make bonds with people your age and stuff like that, but when you and other young people are, are striving for God, I feel like because there's such a willingness and an eager eagerness with other people it just it's just beautiful so i got to meet some amazing people i would not trade that experience for the world um when i went to the convention so it was three four days wednesday wednesday thursday friday saturday four days so it was four days it started on wednesday and it ended on saturday and wednesday we went and we went for the evening service and OK, so prior to going to this trip, my thing is I did not know what to expect, you know, because I, I don't attend the RCCG church. All I know is from my, my Nigerian friends who've been to RCCG is that like miracles, signs, wonders like this church, like God is really moving. And so um, about two, three weeks prior to this trip, um, I have a Nigerian friend. We watched the movie Enoch and Enoch is a story is a movie about. Pastor E.A. Adeboye, a.k.a. Daddy Gio, and I I didn't know about him prior, but when I watched the movie, I was able to get a sense of who who Daddy Gio was. So looking at his life story, I was like, oh, wow, like, okay, I'm getting I'm getting amped up to go to the convention. So I went to the convention, I was able to see Daddy Gio, I was able to see Dunson Oyekan, I was able to see Apostle Joshua Selman, I was able to see Beverly Adeze, oh my gosh, I was able to meet so many people, like, people that I didn't know, but now I know, like, fortunate, I want to say Kelechi, what? Oh my gosh, no, no, no. like, like, y'all don't understand, it was amazing. It was the 26th annual convention, and, like, for the twenty-seventh, the 28th 29th, twenty-ninth, I recommend you go. Like everybody that was swiping up my up on my store was like, Oh, I'm so jealous, I'm so jealous. I wish I was there. I said, that y'all should've y'all should've came. Cause it was free. F R E E, that's spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Y'all was shopping for a new car, which was we shopping for a boy and SUV. Okay. Too bad I didn't know my credit was wet, so I was driving in a car when they used this compact. F R E E. That's spells free. Creditreport dot com, baby. Okay, sorry, commercial. But it was free. Everything was free. All we had to pay for was our accommodations. So we had to pay for our flight, we had to pay for the inn. And that was pretty much it. They they provided food for the Wednesday and the Thursday, lunch and dinner. And like this is not just like any like type of conference food. They had jollof. They had suya. And they had like vendors who were selling food and selling clothes. Like it was legit. So, going into the campgrounds, ugh, man I wish I could. Oh my gosh! I wish I wish I could. Like, I guess I'm just gonna show pictures. The land is huge. Let me just say, God is doing something in that church because within one lifetime of Daddy Geo, when you watch Enoch and see like what God has done in, in his life during that church and seeing where it is now, where there's so many RCCG branches, you can tell like, no, God did something with expedited shipping because Texas they got a lot of land. They have like a whole. I don't know what you call it, like pavilion they have a water tower they have multiple buildings they have a main auditorium where they do like most of the services and you look at it and you would think it t- it, it it should take decades it should even take a couple hundred years to do what they've done so far <sighs> and that he was only 81 years old like that man is young that yeah that man is young he's going strong I, man so first day we went experienced worship um and then fortunate Kalechi, I think if YouTube will not copyright me, I'm gonna put a por- uh, like a, a small portion of her a spoken word. <sighs> that girl is amazing. She came in with this spoken word. And okay, so I should have mentioned the theme was Emmanuel, and Emmanuel is God with us. Emmanuel is another name for Jesus Christ. And so the theme is Emmanuel, God with us. So her spoken words was centered around Emmanuel, God being with us in the Old Testament and in the new testament and it just blew me away and i'm pretty sure it blew everyone away because daddy geo himself after she finished went onto the mic and was saying that 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 girl came on this stage like a lamb and she left like a lion and he said in so many years of ministry no one has made him stand up um and clap he gave her a standing ovation and i'm like that that means a lot especially for that to come from daddy geo that means a lot so that that was amazing the MC was really, really, really cool. Apparently he makes music. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna put his stuff on this video somewhere. Apparently he makes music. But I was like, first of all, you got the best African and American accent ever. He said, uh, uh, getting the Lord I praise. Du-dun-dun-dun-dun. Du-dun-dun-dun-dun. Y'all will see the video. But it was really, really cool to just see so many young people be so serious about God and so many young people like just go and exercise their talents so him he makes music but he was doing emceeing in that moment another girl she was doing spoken word and like to see the choir sing ah, excellence so that was just day one and the service started around like 8 p.m ended up around like 12 a.m and i was like okay (sighs) one thing about these nigerian churches let me tell you something they can do church And they can do church for hours. Hallelujah. And they can do church for days and hours. I'm not going to lie. My church service is like an hour, an hour, 30 minutes tops. So like going to a church service for like four plus hours, I was like, okay. 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 (laughs) Like I got used to it over time, but I was like, wow, like, no, you, you got to take your naps in, definitely get you some rest because if not, you are going to be cranky. Um, but nonetheless, you know, God moves within the service. Like there's no doubt about it. God moves within the service. There's always like two sermons. Um, there's like a, a lot, a lot of song ministrations, testimonies, fundraising. Amazing. Day two, Dunsen Ayakin was there. And he oh, he, I think he was even there on the first day. He was, but he was there on the second day as well. And bruh, this is like my, my, my second time seeing Dunsen because I went up to I went to light up Atlanta um, the week prior in in Atlanta and he was there with Daddy Gio again. And, um, I'm learning so many songs, but at this point, I'm not gonna lie to you. I am 50% Nigerian. I don't want to hear nothing from my Ghanians. I don't want to hear even anything from the Nigerians. I just want to say I'm 50% Nigerian at this point because like, after an experience like this, I adopt myself. Nobody, in no, no Igbo, no, no Edo. You don't got to be a gala. You don't have to be Yoruba. I adopt myself Nigerian. Like, I'm Nigerian from the Ghana tribe. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I sound delusional. I don't know if it, like, sounds legit. I hope you get what I mean. But I'm 50% Nigerian. Like, I'm half. It just makes sense. Because after an experience like that, I'm just like, yo, y'all are doing something right. And I love it. And I've heard this before that like Nigerians are extremists. And so if they're good, they're really, really, really good. And if they're bad, they're really, really, really bad. <laughs> and so we look at the really, really good people. And I'm looking at the ministers, Apostle Joshua Selman, Victoria Renze, Mercy Chinwo, um, all these amazing people. And then you have like people like Hush Puppy, who is like one of the like the most amazing scammers ever. And it's like, no matter what you do when you're Nigerian you get the best of both worlds bruh it's (laughs) like I don't know what the forefathers did but you get the best of both worlds either the good side or the best when it comes to Nigerians and so I just adopt myself I adopt myself into the culture and that is certified by me but I think being there with over 10,000 people now, mind you, it wasn't ten thousand on the first day. The first day, you know, it was it was it was pretty full. It was I could never get seats. In. Me and my group never got seats in the front. Never, 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 never. But day two, day three, I think Holy Ghost Night, the third day, which is the Friday, was Holy Ghost Night, and um, that's when like a lot of people were there. Parking took over. I think twenty minutes to even leave. To get in was hard. To leave was even harder. Um, it definitely took over 20 minutes to get in and out. Um, so to be there with over 10,000 people and people from coming from everywhere, like I'm coming from Atlanta, Georgia. I met people who came from New York, who came from uh, Massachusetts. And it's just like, we are all coming for one purpose. And that's to see God move through these amazing artists. You know, before that, I, I listened to a few messages from, um, apostle Joshua Selman. And so I knew that he was a big deal. But I did not know how much of a big deal Apostle Joshua Selman was until like I was there and I heard him preach, and like now I'm like tuning into his videos. Now I'm I I'm I'm like I'm like in it to win it. I'm like Apostle God has blessed you. So I mean, I, you know what are the odds, Apostle Joshua Selman? If you ever come across this video, God bless you. Thank you so much. Like. You have become my discipler. I watch your videos and I'm enlightened and it takes me further than I can say I've ever experienced. So thank you for dedicating your life to this. It's not easy to be an apostle and I don't think people understand that because in this life, if you do not choose God, you choose you. And a lot of times when you choose your flesh, you go in the way of destruction and the Bible mentions that all the time. But for someone to say, I'm not going to please my flesh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to always eat what I want I'm not going to always wear what I want to wear I'm not going to always be in places that I want to be because I want to serve God with a pure heart and a righteous mind that's a sacrifice and so Apostle Joshua Selman God bless you for your sacrifice because it's not easy to sacrifice your will for the father but obviously you've made a lifestyle of it and you're helping other people make a lifestyle of it so God bless you because I'll be the one Lord I'm learning how to put my flesh down so that I can so that i can really give my all to god and fulfill the calling upon my life and i think the best part about this convention experience was the fact that i got to recenter and redirect and reconnect with god and say god you know what i want you to take me where you want to go because i do feel like for a long time like of course you know i'm like oh yeah i love god raising a church artist on all this I started to, like, slow down and become stagnant because I started to choose me. And I was like, God, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you pull me apart, but I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be outside. You know? I'm trying to see what it's like. Because sometimes, like, because God called me at a young age, sometimes I do feel like I'm the odd one out. Whenever I go out with friends or whenever I'm, like, in a group of people, I, I notice that I'm different. I notice that my thought process is different. I notice that my life and the way I think about things is different. And so it oft, I often feel like the odd one now because God is, God, God, my convictions are a little bit high. <laughs> I have this one friend that said, my convictions are too high for this table. And I was like, yo, I felt that. Because in my life, my convictions are high. I can't laugh at jokes everybody can laugh at. I can't, I can't say stuff that be on my mind because the Holy Spirit's like, keep that, don't say that. Even when I go through seasons and I'm, I'm like wanting to post and I'm wanting to put my stuff out there, Holy Spirit's like, nah. And so sometimes consecration is hard and sanctification is hard whenever not everybody's on the same path that you are. And so I found it hard sometimes to like choose God whenever I'm trying to be outside. Like there's certain hairstyles that I'm like, God, I want to get God was like, you're not getting a hairstyle. And I'm like, What? Like, like God, let me I'm trying to I'm trying to be cute. Um, but no, seriously, sometimes If you want to go into deeper realms with God, it does require a deeper sacrifice and it requires obedience. And I think being there at this conference showed me like, God, whatever it takes, I'm willing to do that. Because I started to question, I'm not going to lie, I started to question like, God, what did I really, what did I really like give up when I said I was going to serve you? That was like the main thing on my mind, like, God, I know that I gave my life to you and I know that I'm living my life for Jesus Christ but what did i really sign up for and that question started to marinate in my mind cuz i felt like i can't even do this i can't do this i can't do this and that's a lot of that's that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't want to come to christ cuz they feel like if i become a christian i have to stop doing this and stop doing this and stop doing this that became my question what did i really give up when i said i was giving my life to you but this convention helped me refocus and realize that when you give something to God, it never returns void. When you give money to God, he blesses you expeditiously and exponentially. When you give time to God, he blesses you expeditiously and exponentially. And just going back to the verse, um, He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could hope for and ask for, according to the power that worketh in us. So God naturally is a big God. God is is a big God. Like, I feel like we confine him too much. God is a big God. And there's nothing too little for him. There's nothing too big for him. There's nothing too little for him. And that's like the most amazing part about it. He's not too big that he doesn't care about the little things. He's so big that he cares about the little things. And so I think this confession was a reminder, and I hope that it reminds you as well that God is a big God, and the little things that you give to him, he makes a world out of it. So I started to, I started to, I started to be okay with the fact that god okay i gave you my life and it does require sacrifice like i'm not gonna lie to people and tell you that like oh when you come to christ you can live the same life that you did because that's a blatant lie when you come to christ it's about a life of repentance it's about a life of putting your sin aside giving your sin to god and letting that be crucified on the cross like there's a reason why as christians we say like the old things have passed all things are new because you're a new creation when you come to christ and so it's not to say fix yourself and then give your life to god it's come as you are like literally come as you are and god will do the fixing for you and that that's that's what the faith is about god will do the fixing for you just come as you are it don't matter what stage of life that you're in it does not matter what community you are part of if you come to christ wholeheartedly he is going to transform you so don't worry about fixing yourself up and making sure that everything is nice and neat before you bring it to God, because God is such a dictator and He's gonna mess you up. But no, 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 come to God as you are, and He will transform you with you. It's not He's not blindsiding you with a with a strategy or a tactic. He, He does it with you. It's a partnership, and so I'm glad that through this convention. I was reminded that it's a partnership, and that everything I sacrificed, God is blessing me with more in abundance. He gave me vision again. Like he gave me vision. I think cause it's easy. It's very, very, very easy to say that you're a Christian, to go to church religiously every Sunday, to surround yourself with Christian community. And these are principles. Like these are things that you have to, like you should do as a Christian to make sure you maintain yourself. It's easy to do all that, but when you lose focus of your purpose and what god has called you to from the very beginning you can play christian you can pretend as though you have it all together you can pretend as though your relationship with god is great and the thing is people are going to see it and people are going to admire you even if you're out of season like there are moments where i'm out of season and people are coming to me and they're asking me like all these prophetic questions and i'm like i don't know <laughs> like they don't know that i'm out of season because they just see the fruit of my life they know that god has been moving and they know that like god is doing all these things in my life but in my mind i'm like yo like i haven't been in my word in like a few days and so god gave me vision again through this convention he revived me and so for like any believer out there whether you're like drawing codes, or whether you're just like i don't know if i really even want to call myself a christian or even if you're just like not a christian but kind of curious go to a conference go to a convention go to a revival because go to a crusade because these events are designed to 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 flick on a fire or if you have a fire it's 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 designed to ignite an even greater fire and to give you vision and to give you direction and to give you guidance like i just keep thinking where would my life have been where where would my life have been have been where would my life has been where would my life have been if i did not go to this convention let me just say that i would have I would have still been thinking I was doing the right thing. And that's the thing though, like when you when you play Christian, the thing is you're not doing the like you're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing the wrong things, you're doing the right things but you're still drawing code. You know what I'm saying? So like you're not doing the wrong things so you feel like you're in the right place until you meet what you're actually supposed to be doing. And you're like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> I didn't even know I was I was going the wrong way." And that's, that's where I was. And so now, like, I'm revived. I Like, I'm telling you, I'm at a point where I can wake up and pray. Because I got in the habit of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wake up in the morning, check your phone, check your notifications, get distracted. Oh, God, yes. Hi, hello, how are you? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just, like, do a quick 30 second little prayer i'll read the uh, bible verse of the day and i'm gonna keep it pushing and uh please bless my food please bless my day please bless every my my car ride and then when i'm going to sleep i'll give you 15 seconds before i fall asleep because i'm already under the covers that's where i was at for quite a bit of time but now as i'm reminded of my destiny as i'm reminded of my purpose as i'm reminded of my calling i'm like the calling of my life don't take 15 seconds The calling on my life does not take 30 seconds. The calling on my life, it takes sincere quality time to pray. It takes sincere quality time to fast. It takes sincere quality time to understand and read the Bible. Like I'm trying to eat meals in the spirit. I'm not trying to eat snacks. And I think I got so used to eating snacks and I got so used to taking the little things of God when knowing that God is a big God. He is such a big God. And ah, I'm not going to lie. I became lazy. And I feel like a lot of us have become lazy in our faith because we have this narrative and this notion, God will do it. I don't have to do much. He already did it. So I'm just going to sit back and relax and receive the blessings and the mercies. And I'm like, I'm like, where did this lie come from? Because, like, yes, he did it. And, yes, we don't have to fight for salvation when we already gave our life to him but i think we forget that like there are forces contending against us like we forget that it's an ongoing battle and just because god is fighting for us doesn't mean that we have to stop preparing for war like there's a reason why the bible tells us to put on our armor our helmet of salvation our breastplate of righteousness our belts of truth our sandals of peace our sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. Like, there's a reason why you have armor to protect yourself from the contending fighters, because even though God is fighting for you, even though angels are fighting for you, you still got to stay, stay suited, suited up, stay suited. You still have to stay suited up because arrows come from the enemy. Arrows of distraction come to take you off course. Arrows from the enemy come to discourage you arrows from the enemy come to lie to you arrows from all over come to take you off the path that God has designed for your life literally so yes he's fighting for you but do not forget that there are contending factors that you have to fight against as well like i think sometimes we forget that we have free will especially in our faith and we feel like god going to do it if god if God't do it, it won't get done, but there are moments where like God is like, no, you have to actually get up and do something, and I feel like that's that's the lazy Christian narrative of like this generation, God's gonna do it. We believe that, no matter what like he got it, and it's like, yes, but you still have to put in the work. There's a reason why He tells you to humble yourself like. Because if you don't humble yourself, he's going to humble you. And now I, I learned this, I think, someone said you would want to humble yourself before God humbles you. Because, like, when God humbles you, like, you get humbled. But he actually gives you the opportunity to humble yourself before he does the ultimate humbling. Now, that alone, if he commands us to humble ourselves, he's giving us authority to do something with our lives. He's giving us authority to get ourselves right and set our path straight before He does something about it. So if He can actually even tell us as as human beings to humble ourselves before He does it, that means you can you can do quite a few things in your faith, and you may not like need permission from God to do it because He's already given you the instruction, the commandment, and the free will. So you don't have to ask God to love somebody; He's already commanded you to do it. It's 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 a commandment. It's something that we're supposed to do as Christians. And so all of this that I'm talking about, these are revelations that I had when I went to the conference. I'm going to insert the clip soon, you know, so that you can see just how amazing of a time it is. I created TikToks with highlights. I just might put, post the TikToks on this video. I don't know. I put the highlights in there. The worship was in there. Oh, my gosh. We were worshiping and doing and We were singing Fragrance to, to Fire First. It was Fragrance. Then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. Hey, this is how I win my battles. So, you know, I'm on my phone because I'm like, you know, I'm vlogging. I'm trying to get my stuff for like content creation and stuff. And he says, drop your phones in worship. I said, hey. I mean, you'll see the video. I said, okay, okay, okay. sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to get content. But, nah. And this is a- another reason why I say, like, I'm half Nigerian now because I'm adopted into the faith. I mean, just the faith. <laughs> I'm adopted into the nationality because those those Nigerian songs, bro, I'm telling you, I'm learning them. Because he has this one song that's like, and, you know, if you're Nigerian and, uh, and I get this wrong, you know what I'm saying? Help me out, you know what I'm saying? Don't laugh. Just help me out. It's like, It e vale deo a e cum, cum farada Something, something. It e valedeo e cum cum farada Meet me at the altar with my father Yeah, yeah Leave me at the altar with my father Yeah, yeah No. The Videos are coming soon, I promise you. But it was an amazing experience. Um, Apostle Joshua Summon was there, amazing. Uh, doing Tanayake and the worship was amazing. Beverly, Beverly Adese, if you don't know Beverly Adese, her face is right here. You have to know her. Oh my gosh, no, you, you've probably seen her before. Her videos on Instagram are hilarious. Like, there are moments where I spend minutes upon minutes upon minutes just scrolling through her page, just binging her videos. So, to see her there. She did a breakout room on um, content creation and ministry. And so to see her there talk about how to create content and how to remain motivated and how to do things for God, I was like, God, like, thank you for answering my prayers. And I got a picture with her. Oh, my gosh. She's so cool. She looks just like she does in her videos. I mean, why wouldn't she? You know, she's not a catfish or anything. But I was so excited. I was fangirling when I saw her. I was like Beverly, 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 Beverly. And I hate it because like, you know when you like know people but they don't know you. It's almost like, dang, like, I thought we had something. <laughs> I thought we had something. So, no, it was just, it was just really, really, really amazing. Um, yeah. I think meeting Daddy Gio was one of the well, I didn't meet him, you know, blah, blah, blah. like, but like being there um to see Daddy Gio was such an amazing Opportunity to see what life with Christ looks like. He's 81 years young. And when you watch the story on his life, uh, watch uh, Enoch on YouTube. When you watch the story on his life to see where he came from to where he is now, it's an inspiration. And it showed me just how much God can do in my life. If he could do all that for Daddy Geo in one lifetime, I can't even imagine what he would do for the body of Christ in this generation in this lifetime. Oh, yeah. It's going down. It's going down. I want to end by giving encouragement to every believer out there. You got this. If you are drifting in your faith, if you are questioning why you're even a Christian, if you are wondering if this faith is really worth it, I want to encourage you to seek inspiration. It is really, really hard to walk this faith journey when you don't have someone to look up to. When you don't have someone who has been in this walk for quite some time, it's hard to go through it by yourself. And this journey, this Christian journey, was never meant to go through by yourself. If you're going through it by yourself, please hit me up, but we'll go through it together. Like, nobody that's a Christian is meant to be a Christian alone. It's not. It's never just you and God. Like, humans, we are naturally interdependent on each other. So my My actions and my words affect someone else, even if I don't think that they do. Because naturally, as humans, we are all interdependent of each other. We need each other, especially in the body of Christ. You may have been church hurt. You may have been hurt by spiritual leaders or anybody in the Christian faith. But I want to encourage you to heal. I want to encourage you to grow. And I want want to encourage you to find inspiration this walk with christ we need to take it seriously we do because time is time time is running out i cannot wait until i do an episode on like spiritual warfare because the enemy's getting real smart but let me tell you something enemy you cannot defeat the body of christ because the spirit that is in us is greater than the spirit that's in this world y'all don't understand i'm fired up i'm re- Ooh, i'm ready to fight some demon do y'all ever get that hype like like, devil, I'm going to smash you in the head, bro. Like, come for me. I'm, oh. Bro, y'all not even, y'all don't understand. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, let me say this real quick. Because after my entire experience, I was praying some heavy, heavy, heavy prayers when I went to a conference. And I came back, and I was still praying some heavy prayers. And I was, I went to sleep. And this this is when I came back. I went to sleep. And for, like, five dreams in a row, back to back to back to back. Each dream, I was woken up by a spirit trying to oppress me in my sleep. And it, it it was trying to result in, like, sleep paralysis. And I don't know if you guys, like, know about that process of, like, what the enemy does in, like, the dream realm. If you do or don't, I have a video on YouTube, and it's called um, Watch This Before You Sleep or something like that. Or, like, What They Don't Tell You About Dreams or something. Please go and watch it. It talks a little bit about sleep paralysis and, like, demons and what they, what, what they be trying to do to you. Um, but The enemy, and this is the thing, I have not had sleep paralysis in a long time. Like, anytime I even feel it, like a a hint of it, I wake up and I say, Jesus. Like, Jesus is my password out of every type of sleep paralysis experience. But when I tell you, like, back to back to back to back, I'm saying Jesus, and I'm waking up from these dreams. But, like, the enemy was determined to not let me sleep. This is the night I got back from convention. The enemy was determined to not let me sleep. About the fifth dream that I woke up and I kind of like realized what was going on. Because at first I was thinking like, okay, maybe I'm just, you know. But the fifth dream was when I really realized, oh, oh, this is what it is. Bruh, when I say it was 4 a.m., the anger of the Holy Spirit was upon me and I was yelling at the devil. I said, (laughs) bruh, I'm not going to go too deep because I'm I'm getting a little riled up right now. But I was putting the enemy in his place. I put in my Bible, Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, and I said, what was it? God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So every demonic entity that is trying to torment me in my sleep, before you even meet me, you will meet my maker. But I told the enemy very, very strong words. Asked me how I slept. Like a baby. Woke up that morning, and I was in a I was like, I said, I was laughing at the enemy. I was like, "Oh, you thought? Like you thought, like you actually you actually thought that you had me and you thought that you were going to cause me to fear because that's all sleep paralysis is is the enemy inf- infiltrating your dreams and trying to paralyze you and trying to impart fear into you because the enemy thrives off fear. I'm trying to Oh, hey, Fendi. <laughs> My dog's in the back. But trying to impart fear. And I was like, "Oh, you thought?" Like so it's so funny like I was actually in the shower and I was just laughing. I was like enemy. You actually thought that you were gonna bring me down, but the fact that the bonus of the Holy Spirit overcame me, and like, you want my hair, boy. The fact that I wasn't even afraid. Like I was starting to to catch fear, and I was telling Holy Spirit, like God, like I'm tired of this. Like I don't like fighting spiritual warfare. As a Christian, it's inevitable. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. But after I overcame and I slept well for two nights in a row, I said I was laughing at the enemy. Like you really thought. That you was going to throw me off court. You really thought that I was going to have fear. And that's how I knew the enemy was scared. Because he tried to catch me at the prime of, like, this awakening, this new spiritual awakening that I'm having right now. Try to catch me and insert fear. And I was like, oh, you thought. Oh, oh you, you thought I was feeling you. You were much? Like, enemy, you won't much? Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. Right now, in this moment, I'm so hyped to pray. Like, I can't wait to put the enemy in his place. Like, when... <sighs> Not too much, don't do too much, I'm, oof, I'm probably gonna do a video on like spiritual warfare because ugh, you it's like you have to pray crazy prayers, you have to pray crazy prayers in order for the enemy to know that you're mad, but I'm more madder than you. That is even grammatically that don't make sense, but enemy, you are mad, but I'm more madder than you. you are scary, but I'm even scarier than you, man, let me go ahead and end this video because. Ugh, but, nah, man, it's on. Tell the enemy it's on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like don't be afraid. Because, you know, sometimes in despair, you're like, enemy, I cut off your head in the name of Jesus. I, I cut off and I suffer every time. You will suffer. And then you come back to your senses when you're not in spirit. You're like, eee, what did I just bring upon myself? <laughs> I just started a war. And you did. But the spirit that's in you is greater than the spirit that's in this world. So, don't be afraid. God is with you and he's for you. Please enjoy the videos. Um, Comment below if you went and how the experience was for you. Because I know it's not just me that was revived. Like somebody else had to be revived. So if you were there, please put your comments in the comments about how it was. You can follow me on Instagram at sabbyspeaks 01. That's S-A-B-B not V-V-Y s p e a one you can also subscribe to my uh apple podcast do you subscribe or do you follow you download whatever you do to apple podcast go ahead and go on apple podcast and just type in everything under the sun and that's under without an e also on spotify everything under the sun under without an e i think i already, already mentioned instagram twitter find me on twitter savvy speaks also the same thing as my instagram but yeah let's stay connected i can't wait for you to tune in to the next podcast because it's getting good and like we're doing videos now which is a little bit daunting because now i gotta you know saying, look good when i'm recording but you know it's amazing so thank you so much for tuning in and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day this was everything under the sun with sabby speaks peace